Hello and welcome to Frock Flicks, the podcast about costumes in the movies. And I'm your host, Tristan L. Bass, and I'm here with Kendra Van Cleve, Sarah Lorraine, and our special guest for this podcast, and perhaps this podcast only, depending on how well he works out, Francis Classy. Fantastic. So our podcast movie for this week, or this episode, is the first two episodes of The Borgias, um, which aired on Showtime. Currently airing. Currently airing. And we just watched the first two episodes, so we don't know how it turns out. Don't tell us. All right, so um, let's start with... Rocks fall, everyone dies. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it ends. Yeah. Um, Let's start with a little background on the uh, costume designer. uh, From uh, Kendra's going to tell us a little bit of background just to set the stage. So we haven't done too much research on this uh, particular project, um, but we can tell you a little bit about the costume designer. It's Gabriella Pescucci, um, and she is a very well-known and fabulous costume designer who's been uh, working since the 60s. She's obviously Italian and started off working for Fellini and other important Italian directors. Her big movie, the one that you would know her for, would be The Age of Innocence, mm. um, the Scorsese movie, which is, of course, gorgeous. Or Dangerous Beauty. Did she, so, she, yeah, she yeah. did Dangerous Beauty. She did Baron Munchausen. She did oh. The Name of the Rose, mm. um, Cousin Bet, Van Helsing, uh, but Brothers Grimm, Agora, um, and a lot of other things. And, of course, you can look her up on IMDb. Mm-hmm. So she's definitely a very respected costume designer. All right, so we uh, just watched the first two episodes, and because um, that's about all our attention span can handle. <laughs> but still, it's you know a couple hours of good juicy uh, melodrama with Jeremy Irons and Derek Jacoby. Um, a lot of men's costuming. So since we have a man oh, here my. with us, Thank you um, much. I'm going to ask Francis what he thought about um, some of the men's costuming. Well, I, I, I would like to comment on the costuming of the the, the series in general. Mm-hmm. It uh, is in general very evocative of the time period. You look at a lot of portraits, illuminations. Most of the people are wearing hats. This is excellent. Yeah, nice. uh, one of the hugest things that, that a lot of makers and costume designers get wrong. They completely forget the hats. Uh, the general silhouette is pretty close. You have a kind of the Empire Waste sort of with the, with a lot of the ladies. The guys are very evocative of this whole doublet and joint hose thing, which was going on around about the We, we should back, backtrack and say, oh, yes. uh, kind of specify what exact period this is. I mean, the, um, the kind of title cards say it's, it's 1492, 14, 14, 14, 14. sorry, 1492 Rome. Right, so we're talking, you know, late 15th century, maybe early 16th century type of influence. It's the classic Italian Renaissance. High waists. High waist for ladies, and you know, of course, you know, a tight-fitted doublet for guys, and and hose which come up all the way, and they, mm-hmm. they were not shy about showing that stuff <laughs> off, as we saw in, in frequently in some, yes. several shots. Uh, so, so as I said, in general, they're 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 they they, they definitely are very evocative of, of the time period, and as we talked about with a lot of type of costuming things, you sometimes get the fact that the people that are the primary role characters maybe wearing something that's kind of a little bit different than the period guys. You look As at the guy not historically accurate. Yeah, movies. that's a great it's, way of putting it. It's the prom dress. We need her to be pretty. She has to have blue eyeshadow on. Exactly. It's all not in a hat or With anything. highlights. Yay, highlights. Yay. 
Now, I'm a total fan of tight leather pants. Okay, let's be honest. <laughs> Who isn't? Who isn't? Obviously. Now, in Germans, yeah, no problem. But, you know, I'm not sure I've ever seen much tight leather joined hosen. If there is, man, I'm the first one making it, okay? <laughs> but there was, all, to be fair, there was only one guy wearing that. Right. And his, it was well chosen. He was sort of a bad guy. So. He was the bad guy, yeah. so he looked a little crummy. Yeah. Well, crummy's not the right word. It's a... Scummy. Scummy. Unsavory. He was the guy who, who, play, who was playing both sides, wasn't right, he? Right, right. Yeah. He's the kind of double agent type guy, yeah. you know, both working for the Borges and, and the uh, and, and the Count. Yeah. Again. Other the, people's. Yeah. Count, totally. <laughs> the Cardinal, Cardinal. sorry. Yes. Cardinal. Yes. Yes. Right. Count, Cardinal. there was no Count. Yeah. Yes. Well, they might have been Carts. Yeah, so... You know, I mean, overall, and and of course, we saw a lot of the um, religious clothing, mm-hmm. which was very rich. It had a lot of detail. Nice bling. A I lot of say, nice bling. I want to say too, from from the art historical standpoint, yes. wherever they filmed this, mm-hmm. it up really fast. Yeah. Because where they filmed this was amazing. They had the sets Beautiful. were just incredible. And somebody really went to a lot of, you know, a lot of effort to make clothing for the cardinals and the pope that looked right and mm-hmm. and had that weight and that mm-hmm. yes Kendra looks very excited it was filmed in hungary oh, oh obviously oh. i was yeah. gonna say because you know anyone who's who's done like the vatican tour you're like going wait was that one of the rooms you go <laughs> through and no yeah. it's in hungary so yeah you know yeah, in, hungary, in Rome. it's the same same climate, same yeah. architecture. Yeah. It actually, but you know what? Through the whole thing, we were saying, "Wow, those sets are really yeah. good." So, the sets yeah. were really. They did you a can't really, good really job. You can't mimic that sort of a thing mm-hmm. when you're in like a Hollywood set. It's very, very. Difficult. We were even saying, "Oh, and I want to go to Italy." I so, know. You know. So I wanted, I wanted to just interject though about the fabrics and the and the Cardinals mm-hmm. costumes that they were just they they were sumptuous and and believable. Well, as they should be. You know, you look at a lot of the portraits and they're very long, drapey, but they've got body. You know, they've got substance. It's yeah, not they, like a flimsy little thing that they're just sort of which is always an issue when you're talking about you know modern costumes because that's what we always end up talking about are modern reproductions of costumes and and Mm. and the weight of the fabrics are not the same as what they would have been back then yeah it's always either too heavy or too light and it just it's usually too light it's either a couch or it's a halloween costume i bought at target but But these they struck the right yeah. yeah, you know, feel. Yeah, and oh. they clearly used some good quality fabrics. Silks. They had to have used some yeah. wools. That were some really and cool. oh, trims. And all the hats were wool. You oh, could yeah. really yeah. tell. You could really tell. Cardinal and beautifully steamed detail on the on yeah. the, the hats mm-hmm. and all the little details on the edging mm-hmm. of the the cloaks and the cardinals' outfits. Really all awesome. very believable. And one thing I had to point out to everyone, I had to actually rewind. <laughs> The movie, just to be sure, were the shoes, and and a lot of people. The cord wainer speaks. Yes. No. yes. <laughs> he does speak. A little, little detail, a little background for a little those background who aren't for Francis. Yeah. So so yes, I do Francis I do replicate historical shoes. His yes. website um, is uh, Yes, indeed. <laughs> just like it sounds, uh, but one of the interesting things is a lot of the uh, production designers tend to sort of use more modernly styled shoes. That is. Nearly every one of them have some kind of heel because you know, of course, well, we've all got heels. Everyone's got heel. Even <laughs> ladies' flats, they've got that one tiny little thickness of a heel because you need that. You yes. must have a heel. But no, you look at a lot of the medieval examples. Unless you're talking about repaired shoes, 
there's no yield. They're perfectly flat. And then there's that one shot kind of in the middle of the, mm-hmm. of the pilot, I guess it is. Where you see you see uh, Jeremy Irons, yeah. who of course uh, you know Jeremy Irons <laughs> stepping out of the, the carriage. No, 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 no. I have to I have to interject. It's not Jeremy Irons. It's actually the girl who plays the um, Julia Farnese. Julia Farnese. Oh, oh is it Farnese? Yes. Yeah, oh, yes. oh, she's right. Yeah, she's oh. she's running up to the steps of the Vatican to ah, give her confession. Oh, well, there you are. Yes, yeah. okay. I was sorry. I was focused on. The I'm shoes. sorry. I was, anyway. I, was all like, I was all. I was all. It's a woman's outfit. Because yeah. it's a. There's a lot of men. Shoes. Wearing just, men clothes. Let's finish your shoe thought, and shoes. then we'll talk girls. Shoes, not plot. But anyway. <laughs> okay, that's why I yeah, noticed. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. But yes, you, 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 if you if you take a close look at that scene, they're all flat. They've got the kind of stylistically waist, slightly wasted shoes. Can you explain uh, what wasted? Wasted. Uh, where where your where your instep comes in. The sole doesn't exactly. If I were to draw a pencil around my foot, I would have like a sole print. Uh, when I say a wasted shoe, it means that as I get towards where the the, the foot naturally uh, gets thinner, the sole gets much 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 thinner. So you're mm-hmm. actually walking above the upper part of the shoe and not on the sole itself. What did you do if you had a heel spur in 1492 <laughs> Rome? You cut your shoes and you deal with it. I need a heel! <laughs> it didn't suck. <laughs> or, or if you had a lot of money, you found a shoemaker that would work for you. So. Alright, that works. Yeah. But that, that was really yeah. keen because a lot of people don't pay much attention. So you know they crack books. And, and you know, she's been doing Dangerous Beauty and other types of things. So she, she's done a modicum of research before these things. Uh, oh, Dangerous Beauty? Not, not that one. Yeah. No, Dangerous Beauty didn't have any research Well, in no, it. I'm just saying. Costume-wise. Oh, come yeah. on. We there talked was, about this. I know. We couldn't <laughs> even begin the podcast that one because we, we were so We tried. Here's, here's, I, don't know, I don't know if this has actually been disclosed, but full disclosure here. We actually did watch Dangerous Beauty with the intent to, to podcast. podcast. It, but at a certain point, it devolved into, oh, hey, it's completely not historically accurate. We can't even focus on the fact that it's historically accurate. And it was what's-his-face. Every single time he came on, it was like, <laughs> Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt. Oh, oh, no, oh, you Platt. couldn't stand Oliver Platt. No, no, oh, no. Yeah, no, no was, it was just this. Every single time Oliver Platt walked on the screen, we were like, and it's Oliver Platt. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's not I devolve like into Platt. a discussion of no, Dana's no, beauty. Sh- we are. We True. have to. But it pertains. It pertains, yeah. <laughs> it does pertain. So the one thing about going back to Sarah's yeah. point about boys, and I think we can talk obviously more in depth about different boys' costumes. I will say that the religious stuff was really sumptuous, mm. but I'm one of those costumers who finds religious costuming relatively boring. Now, it was fine because it's not like I'm going through a museum exhibit looking at cardinal robes or whatever, but because there's not much fitting involved, you know, they're pretty, but I get kind of bored by them. And they're also very the same. Because yes, I mean, they're obviously similar. They're a it's uniform. like wearing a very nice pair of curtains. Yes. And I just <laughs> I kept seeing people in the background going, oh, it's going to be a girl because I'd see a big robe. And yeah. then, oh, it's just another boy in another big costume. Well, you like, bring that well, up. Maybe we should talk about a little bit about the girls' costumes. Well, there. we will. But, and then also all the other men who weren't in religious oh, sure. costumes. Yes. I mean, the one thing I think we all noticed was that the, a lot of the servants looked great. There were some servants that just... You know, like you can't. The I, lawyer. I can't. Oh, I can't put a portrait. name and an artist, but there were people who looked straight Francis, out of. Francis had a boy crush art, on, the, on the uh, papal attorney. Yes, let's talk about his glasses. Oh my God, his glasses. Okay, I will. I will geek out on his glasses because, um, as a glasses wearer and someone who cannot wear contacts at historical um, events, and it drives me crazy. I have looked at a lot of um, historical. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you one? Are you one of those people who's uh, like? I have to wear my completely modern glasses at 
at SCA events because I can't wear contacts. No, I will take my fucking glasses off. Thank you. Yay! Thank you. Yay! I will, I, and I have, I have various pairs of wire-framed modern glasses that I'm trying really hard to fake it with. But, but she at least makes the but effort. But I make yes. the effort because I can't wear contacts because my eyes are fucked. Point of documentation. Um, there is evidence for glasses in the 15th century. There's a couple tapestries showing these no, types of and, and pass, and pass, Now the thing nose. is, um, they're almost universally on men and on academic men. And and these and they had in in the Borgias the the, the lawyer um the cleric uh, the the canonical uh, uh, papal yeah. lawyer mm-hmm. had the most amazing it was pretty good awesome pinchnez uh, glasses that were they were straight out of there's like three or four there's some paintings and some um, a few um, extant pieces that are just effing like that. Mm-hmm. And they are so perfect. They were just, and they were, and he had them on. And I, did he have? I couldn't remember now. If he did, he have no, 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 no. It was a pinch nest, but it had some sort did of. Did he have little, a? Like, uh, it had uh, a side did have piece. A, one. Did he have a string? A, no. no, no, no. It was no string. It was a pinch because sometimes they are pinch with a string. He had some sort of thing on one side that was kind of like a bar that came out. I think it was that, used to. I think it was used well, to, no, to was take in, it off. That yeah. was to take it off. Yes, I never. I because the pinch. Honestly, the pinch. Will Hurts. not stay on by itself <laughs> yeah, very yeah. long. Yeah. There's the pinch. Um, Speaking el- of which, I put, I instinctively push my glasses. I know. We were all the way down. The pinch. All four of us are wearing glasses. The, the, by the way, all four of us are glasses wearers. <laughs> but these lucky folks can wear contacts. Uh, yeah. I yeah, hate them. Punch them. Um, but the pinch by itself, you know, you see it in portraits, mm. and they'll, you know, have them on. But of course, it's a portrait, so they're not like. Um, the pinch by itself won't stay on very long, but there is um, the dog. The extant pieces have a little tiny um, uh, loop yeah. at the sides where it was clearly would have had a string. You, you might so have they, had a string. Um, you know, the, there's there's like at least two or three extant ones that have a little tiny loop on the side. So I just like that was so well done, and you know. And and, and the other thing now. is his his small little hat. Uh, very, very, completely evocative of the late 15th so, century. Francis, you actually have a little hat I thing do. like that. Yeah. Now, can you explain to the readers how you achieve that hat? Oh, that's an because it's very, very interesting. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's fascinating. It's actually kind of fun, and it's I highly cool. recommend to any readers, or, or listeners, I should say, <laughs> out there, that want to try and either... We're hoping that you're actually reading, too. <laughs> yes. Oh, there you are. Yes. We'll get a transcription later. You transcri- yeah. transcribe this down. No, and no, I mean, later. just doing the research. Yeah. Oh, well, and that not, too, like, yes. finding it on a website somewhere. With or pictures. in a book with pictures. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, continue, Francis. But yeah, so, but like I was saying, uh, the, you see this late 15th century kind of just like a little, little round hat. Now... You know, it's not a, really a round hat. It's kind of like it's just a cap that covers kind of the top bucket. of the head. It's, it's is like it a, the bucket hat or is it more like a yarmulke? It's a that's dome. Longer. It's almost it's like, like a, a longer yarmulke that comes all the way around and conforms to the head. Okay. Yes. So it's it's somewhere like a crown. It's more like a crown of a felt yeah. hat, basically. So there's Wait, really is no it the, like almost like a pillbox that kind of very similar to it's, a pillbox. Okay. It's yeah. like a pillbox except the top is completely dome. Oh, it is dome. Yeah, yeah. completely dome. Mm-hmm. Now we'll what, put pictures up on our website. Yeah, we can do that. But, but we the, have a website? at some point, we have a in like a okay, million right. years. Anyway, continue. The, the interesting thing about it is, is you can get one of these for fairly inexpensively. Uh, there are a lot of vendors that sell these type of felt blocks, oh. felt blocked floppy hats. Mm-hmm. Now, wow, I can what? just put a floppy hat that fits about right. Maybe it's a tiny bit larger, 
And gee, I guess I just cut the brim off. Snip, <gasps> snip, 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 it's snip. It's the kind of okay. You're talking about the kind of what you would use to steam. A hat. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. A generic, right. a generic floppy felt rim felt blocked hat. Yeah. Like you can, can't you Don't get those have... at like um, uh, hats by Leco? That's one place. J A S Townsend. Yeah, I was gonna say J A S Townsend. Townsend. Yeah. You you might use some of these to sort of trim into a, 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 a cocked hat. Yeah. But basically, it's a felt blocked hat and yeah. they sort of you just sort of trim off the the brim yeah. and until you're happy with it my brim is a little I, I've, I've tailored it a little smaller mm-hmm. than some of them some of them would have come almost to the ears mine just sort of perches on the top of my hat mm-hmm. uh, on top of my head not so, unlike a fez but not a fez does it have a tassel does no. not have a tassel Damn. sorry well, yeah, his, his 18th century cap has a tassel well that's for something. you right thank for you kendra. Yes, when, for I made, kendra. when i made the cap this is me sarah saying i don't know anyway if you know who's Different talking period. who cares anyway yeah. for the 18th century yes he has a little cap with he a does. tassel this mm. is important for all the listeners today. right yes. Yes. keep track Yes. So what about the <laughs> other quiz later. the other men's costumes? Because we were all commenting that we really liked the servants. And again, I feel like a lot of them, unfortunately, I can't mm-hmm. pull to na- in my mind the names of painters, but I mean, I can really Neither spot. Neither can I, and I'm, I'm an art historian grad student. But there were, I could, there were some guys that were in black that had some sort of red stripe, and I can just picture one of those silhouette you know, side view portraits of yeah. at least a guy or two guys, yeah. I mean, just wearing exactly well, think, that think, outfit. Think, think Van Eyck. Uh, you know the, the that type of stuff. Bad Ike? No, that's way too late. That's no. thirty years before this. Well, but still, but the, what I'm saying is that that type of hat. And it's a thousand miles away. <laughs> I'm picturing Honey. Italian paintings that yeah. I saw when I was in Picture Milan. Picture frescoes, frescoes by oh yes. uh, God, everybody who I you know the lady in the unicorn guy and people like that. So so I, that? no, I'm I'm, I'm going to take issue. With it. <laughs> power of the internet we should be looking this up no yeah. you guys i'm gonna take issue with that you look at some of the van Eyck's. there's a there's a gent yes who's kneeling and he's yes, got the kind yes. of small little hat and he looks exactly like the uh the, the lawyer dude he's got the long black robes sleeved close fitted at the neck it, it really is very very you know representative that's of Raphael. Raphael. That's, yeah, that's Raphael. that's Raphael. Yeah, Raphael has the women's clothes. were clearly referencing yeah. things like from Raphael. Yeah. Yes, they have Yay, cod, pieces cod pieces with points. With points. They do very important. Pieces. However, points cod being pieces. the lacy lacings. Lacings yes. to kind of hold them together. Yeah, right. You know? Yes. But but the fact of the matter is, those bad boys are not going to stay up on their own. Okay, they are always pointed to a doublet of some sort. You put the doublet on, and you know sometimes I even slip it on as a onesie. Uh, you just sort of they're they're pointing power suits. <laughs> so you lace although, it together. Although these guys frequently, I have to say, um, there's the big gap yes, right. between so, so, the, yeah, their pants and their doublet, and there's no pointing between the two. So I'm thinking like, mm, there's a little. I think it has I a think point. one thing that that has come up a lot, and we've certainly addressed it in these podcasts before, is this whole desire that's happened over the last 10, 15 years to make historical clothing seem relatable. I recently just saw The Princess of Montpensier, which is a French film that hasn't been released yet here in the US, and I watched it in French and I didn't quite catch everything, but enough. But I did read a little bit about the costumes and the person was, the costume was particularly inspired by, um, oh crikey, the Margaret of Valois, Marguerite, 
Loren Loren Margot. Queen Margot. Queen Margot. And what they liked again Lots was of this good shagging in that movie. Yes. Yeah. What they liked again was this whole like the costumes felt right. a little bit more casual and like what they'd wear at home. And so I wonder if that ties in with the Borgias, mm. with sort of the shirts peeking out yeah. and not having that everything ship shape and perfectly sure. tucked and all of that because I feel like there's this unending so, thing that costume designers it, want to do of making it seem like the historical jeans and t-shirt. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It's like the 16th century version of sagging, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Saggy pants. Saggy Which pants, we probably yeah. would not, you know, most people or I'm sorry, all correct thinking people <laughs> would probably be like, pull your pants up. <laughs> In the 16th century, they would have been like, do tuck that shirt Lace in. your hose <laughs> to your doublet. Yeah. Point your pants I can to just your hear shirt. My aunt. Yeah. I can just hear my aunt, you know, making yeah. that... You think you're so edgy. <laughs> we were doing that in the 50s. We I were doing that in the 1490s. The 1450s. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. Okay. So, unfortunately, not enough women's costumes. Um, who knows this in these... The, sure. the, the maybe it gets more. Yeah. So, maybe it gets better. Obviously, Lucrezia Borgia hadn't was still in the sort of naive phase. We've she got a little coif. Yeah, well, we'll get well, to the costumes, but we've got her mom, and then we've got who is um, Borgia's, um, the guy who becomes the Pope, mistress, but then yeah. he gets a new mistress, mm-hmm. Julia Farnese. So we've right, got, yes. got three main characters, and then there were some assorted servants. Right. Yeah, who were boring. We and I will say, as a large and lovely curvy woman, this era is hugely <laughs> unflattering on someone of my body's shape, but it was still actually really pretty. Yeah, it was, it the was women's pretty. costumes were really pretty. They had a lot of nice detail. Um, they had, you know, beautiful sleeves. They had beautiful oh, the fabrics. Oh, fantastic. Good, good with puffing. Um, they were, were well-fitted to, yes. to those women's bodies. We had a couple of moments where we are like, is that a zipper? <laughs> yes. Uh, it turns out we back. think they actually were not zippers. They were probably hook and eye. But, but still, still. It still looks like a pretty modern <laughs> closure. But yeah, it's not the historical closure yeah. necessarily. Which would be lacing. Right. Yes. Which, and would perhaps been maybe side lacing or, or something. Or front. Or yeah. front. Yeah. It's straight up the back. Straight but you can tell the little yeah. there's the little stitches it, that kind of it looked very modern, but and, and the but way from the front, yeah, everything looked and really lovely. And in that. the and in the shot in the director's defense, he actually or whoever's yeah. cutting it, yeah. they really tried really hard to sort of avoid those particular scenes. You know, cut it right the moment as you start to see the back. Right. You know, or put a head in front, phrase of it, yeah. and such exactly. which was which was actually very clever. It that really was, worked out well for really them. Clever. And wanna, if you didn't know what you were looking at, then it, it, looked, it really looks grand. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. only us dorks who were looking for that stuff. <laughs> like I said, very evocative yeah. of the time period. Yeah, most and and I will say too that, that even if there were some issues with closures, you know, because mm. we're going to be nitpicky because because uh, what else could we have to do? Um, even even though there were some issues with kind of closures, the silhouette was correct. The body type. Yes, they were. They they favored the contemporary twenty first oh, century. Do we need to get started on this? Yes, we do. Oh, wait, but I want I want to finish my point before yes. we turn the table over to the man um, and the male gaze. Yes, the male <laughs> we gaze. have to talk about the male gaze. Okay, and the patriarchy. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. Poor baby. He's, he doesn't privilege. know what he's up for. Oh, oh man. Um, <laughs> he's used to it. He lives with me. <laughs> and he deals with us. Yes, he does. He puts so up please, with Sarah, make your point. I'm sorry. I'm making my point. My point was that the women's clothing were actually very very well done um and they had they went clearly to to some extent to try to make the fabrics 
lighter fabrics such as the taffetas to line them to make them heavier to give yeah. them a weight and body mm-hmm. and then they also did some beautiful things with the sleeves i mean yeah. mm-hmm. and, and in, in this particular nice time period too. yeah in this particular time period it's one of those things that you know yes it's high-waisted and it is not exactly the contemporary idea of flattering um by a long stretch <laughs> but but one of the interesting things about this period is that the individuality really shows in the sleeve treatments mm-hmm. and the way that the yes. sleeves were constructed and then also kind of the 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 trimming as well on the bodice mm-hmm. but more so in the sleeves and they really did go to that extent where they tried to do like this very i wouldn't i hesitate these were intricate um because no, for, for well for his hollywood costuming for like modern costuming mm-hmm. for theater or movies it is intricate um for probably the historical aspect it's it's sort of par for the course it's not exactly anything spectacular but it looked very beautiful i think that era isn't particularly intricate sleeves and one thing that i that we all noticed i think was um even if it wasn't necessarily the fabric we several of us commented on the rustle oh yeah mm-hmm. so Kudos to the Foley artist. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so if it wasn't the actual fabric, the Foley artist definitely sweetened mm-hmm. the sound, the rustle of the silks, yes. yeah. uh, to to get to in um, enhance the, really the, nice. the the you know as a lady walked by. Yeah. Got that. Mm-hmm. The, the taffeta. Like really the taffeta rustle. It mm-hmm. gave the richness and yeah. in, enhanced the the idea that these are women wearing really rich clothes yeah. and wealthy can, women. Yes, exactly. But can we turn it over to the male gaze? Well, but really quick. Oh, before we one have, last before we thing I wanted to say. <laughs> of course, the colors were gorgeous, but they, you know, it, it's kind of film costuming 101. But I liked that, for example, Lucrezia is still supposed to be sort of young mm-hmm. and innocent virginal. and so virginal. So she's in pale blues. Oh, she's so pretty. And versus, light yellows. Light yellows versus mom who is in maybe dark burgundies, and then Julia Farnese, who is the new mistress, she had this great combination of sort of a watermelon color Mm -hmm. with burgundy and uh, an overgown, so I just, the colors were really nicely suited to the various characters. One really, really good scene at the very end, I guess, of, uh, that must have been part two, where, uh, because we watched one and two, they're kind of combined in our, in our, the way we watched it, but. I think it was towards the end of part two where the, the two women, it was uh, Lucrezia and Julia, and Julia Farnese, and they were having their sort of little... Getting know, to know getting, you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and it, there was a moment there where I looked at the, the scenery and the women, and it was so... Savonarola chairs. Yes. I know, I mean, totally. That's, that's a grand oh, idea. It was so pretty. It was. Oh. It was so rich and, and, and very... Um, that's kind of Italian mm-hmm. uh, frescoes. It just oh, brought yeah. together all of that kind of Italian art that of that pretty. So this kind of ties into our discuss- forthcoming discussion of the male gaze, but I have a question for Sarah, yes. and that is what you thought of the bus silhouettes on the main character. I noticed that some of the servants mm-hmm. seemed like they kind of had real stiffened yeah. bodices, mm-hmm. and I think that's to be expected. You're whipping out your crappy costumes for your extras. But of the leading women, did you like the bus silhouette? I mean, granted, they all had very small Yes, yeah, so and we'll, we'll get to the, the small busted issue in a moment. But <laughs> yeah. I actually, I thought that their, their outfits, by and large, were very well done for their for their body types Mm -hmm. there was no sort of sense that the the costumes were pulled from a costume warehouse and then forced to fit on a body that was like three or four sizes too small which is you know what you get with things like the tutors you know you see that a lot on the tutors 
Um, or vice versa, three or four sizes too large. Um, so I, I really got this sense that, that whatever the costumer was really doing was they were trying, or they actually had the ability and the funding more than anything, the, the money to fit the costumes to the bodies of the, the actresses. And they did it very well. I really thought that it was very nice. There was not a whole abundance of cleavage. We'll hear about that in a moment. Um, but the, the, the idea was not to pull the bust up to the chin, but was to more or less compress the yeah. bust, which is more historically still, accurate. And was still a nice curve. It though, was. Not just they, to flatten it out. Yeah, and I don't know what stiffening they used. I mean, they may have used like a couple of different you know layers of canvas mm -hmm. with ridge line. You don't mm -hmm. really know what the theatrical sure. end. Yeah. Um, but it, it ended up being very nice yes. in my opinion well, and you look at it's a lot of the, the the portraits and such and they're not f overflowing or even really yeah. terribly visible it's just kind of a nice this is our boob expert well hey, <laughs> we focus on what we like i think you understand me but your mom but, isn't going to listen to this is she hopefully not <laughs> <laughs> mom don't listen tell her. <laughs> mom i love you but anyhow you look at a lot of the portraits and they're very round they're they're very right. uh, soft gentle mm. curves you know and that, that's that that really came through. You still mm. got that very high waist, you mm. know, nigh empire, but still you've got that light, nice curve, and then it curves down into kind of the the, the, the pleading and the gathering of the, of the rest so, of the dress. So this leads us into the discussion of the male gaze, patriarchy, within yes. the patriarchy. Well, you know, the whole thing is about the patriarchy, the papacy, yeah. the ultimate patriarchy, the mm -hmm. ultimate. But I want to say that we're going to turn the t turn turn the the, the whatever microphone. microphone. Yeah, that's right. To to the man, the Y chromosome amongst <laughs> us. To talk about uh, a, an issue that all of us noticed, not just the Y chromosome, the bulk of us, all of us, actually the majority of us, all of us, all the of us. The bulk of us. Yeah, uh -huh. so us bulky women <laughs> and the men. Um, <laughs> the man's. Certain casting choices, yeah. perhaps. Uh, I think you guys know where we're leading in this. Uh, in general. Can I say it? Please. Scrawny women. Like really super thin. painfully, super well, scrawny. I, I mean, obviously, it's the 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 most obvious it was was the Juliana Farnese, Farnese character mm -hmm. um, when uh, Jeremy Irons the, is for the first shagging time. her. Well, for the first time when he walks into her. Chamber. By the way, we were gypped with the whole shagging scene. Seriously, if yeah. you're watching Jeremy this, Irons, <laughs> yeah. kick down, dude. I yeah. watched um, that. Okay, does if, if, if anyone, Jeremy. if you've seen the rest of the episodes and he does give us some full frontal yeah, things. We'll, we will retract, we'll issue a formal retraction. Yes. But, you know, for the first two episodes, man, he, he kisses and she's all, you know. She's a stick. She's, she's, a, she's she naked and she's a stick. She, she not, to, not, to dis, not to disparage, we must say, not to disparage our thinner sisters. But we like to see a range of body types. And there and, was none in there's this And, none. you know, and of course we know we're talking about modern Hollywood, blah, blah, yes. blah, blah, blah. But hey, we can be a voice of reason and it would be nice to cast a range of body Certainly. types. Certainly. And, and in... In, in this, in the context of this show uh, and in this storyline, he has kind of cast aside. I've got some air quotes here. Um, his the mother of his children, who is presumably, of course, a bit older than She's this still woman, and, who is and, still gorgeous and, 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 and probably and more close in age to us. But yeah, I'm sorry, right. in my world, is just in favor the, of this the bad know, stick girl. She's the bad Scarlett O'Hara from the bad. Uh, oh, is that her? Yes, Have Joanne Wally. But who no. was great in Val Kilmer fantasy yes. movie? Willow. Willow. Yes. Oh my god, that's her. Yes. Oh my god, I had no idea. Yeah. This is Sarah's mind blown. I'm um, sorry, but can, can but, we? 
Oh, I'll let you finish, Tristan, and we so gotta turn I, it back over saying, to the man. He, he's casting aside this, you know, ever so slightly older uh, woman who is perhaps, I mean, we don't see her naked, so, you know, ever so slightly Normal. 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 Ever so slightly more built. No, she's not even average. We can't tell. She was still average. We can't tell. Ever so slightly more built uh, woman than um, this scrawny little stick girl. Not that there's anything wrong with thin people. We just would like to see a range of body types. So so male gaze. (laughs) Patriarchy. (laughs) The patriarchy. Speaks. You're getting your education here. I want to say I have no idea what exactly what that means. Actually, I do, but <laughs> that sounds good, so I'm going to go with it. But the truth of the matter is, is that if you're that thin, especially in the late 15th century, you're dying of plague, or you're unhealthy, <laughs> or something's going on. No one is going to, for lack of a better phrase, you know, bite on the hook. <laughs> We don't know that. That's well, but still, it, you it, could be an incredibly rich heiress, and you could be like, you know, toothpick, and people would totally with pop If you're an heiress, you're gonna be porky. I'm sorry, you're gonna be, you're you gonna have food. Well, there are different body types that everybody is no born doubt, with, no but, and we know that we are talking about modern Hollywood. But I think we're looking with the historical costume mm. or art mm-hmm. historian eye. And so we're not seeing what we see in the portraiture. Right. And we know that this is a massive issue and that everybody is born with their own body type, but we're just saying as historical people yeah, looking you, at this film, we're not seeing the range of body types yeah. that we yeah, would like to see. If you look at Botticelli, see. which is totally of that, that era, yeah. you see curves, you see bellies, you see boobs, you see flesh on the arms. The most sensual, sensual body was the female body. Mm. And it still yeah. is. I mean, it still yeah. is that way. This is something yeah. that's been handed down through thousands of years of And, and that was that was <laughs> the start of the Italian Renaissance where, where, where artists were certainly starting to celebrate the human body, including the female body, and the nudes mm-hmm. and and the roundness and the reality, and particularly of, in Italy, and we're talking exactly, you know, this, yeah, the the Italian nude, you know, that was male the, and female. Mostly the female nude in Italy was kind of a convention that no one had really done before the Italians took off with the idea. Well, well before the Italians took off with the idea, based upon the Greek and Roman, you know, sculptures right. well, the Well, because times. they were I mean, digging them up in their exactly. exactly, and they're looking at these things. Where you know, who, who have you know, they're not for lack of a better phrase. And of yeah. course, we're, we're speaking in a historical manner, no offense to our, our slightly thin friends, but uh, they're slightly more, you know, rounded and curvy yeah. and such. And, and, and Well, it is interesting, though, because if you look at various eras of art, I always see Greek and Roman as stocky. Yeah. The yeah. women are very mm-hmm. stocky, oh, yeah. which is very different. Any, actually, slightly, I think slightly muscular, slightly muscular and, and built, but, you know, not... Egregiously so. You look you know? at any Aphrodite, she has a belly. She's got a tiny little tum-tum. Right. She's got a belly. If you look at any oh, Athena. A tiny little tum-tum. Like the noodle. Oh, <laughs> the noodle. Who's, that's who's, the, the that's noodle. a kitty here. Is that's he? Sarah's cat. The My um, kitty. He's somewhere around The here. noodle is odd. Awesome. But if you look at any you know, <laughs> any um, Aphrodite, she has a belly. If you look at any Athena, she has arms. She has shoulders. She has you know, a rack. Tina's going to kick some ass. So, but you know. I just want to interject that we should be appreciative and accepting of all Certainly. body types. And we're not saying, no, hey, we're not saying no, skinny bitches. True. We're yeah. not saying anything of that sort. No. We're just saying again, from a historical standpoint, we would like to see the range of body types that we really uh, see in reality. And, and really for me, this is Sarah speaking this on the record as the, the smallest person in this room. Um, those girls, were very very modern concept of yes. the conventional 
very thin type of body. And though it was of, of any nudity, of course. Yeah. You were saying the women, not no men. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Except, I want to be that, except for the unattractive <laughs> Benedict Arnold character. And yeah. as he was getting whipped. As he was getting whipped yeah. when we see Topless. I want to see Jeremy Irons naked. You I know. know? I have to here. say, just random point of information. Yes. At least, um, like Game of Thrones, which is on HBO Tron, currently. Thrones. Thrones, Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, you did say Thrones. Ah, right, sorry. <laughs> little little drink here. Um, while the sex scenes have been primarily female and a bit skinny women, weren't they all but, doggy style? The, no, first they, episode, the first episode, everybody was there was a lot of it. The first, yeah. there, it's, been, it's mixed up. There has been some. some there's here. been some penis shown. Has there? There's been penis. I watched everything up in the the, the, the finale is this weekend. I've oh, been, I've watched everything you've seen. I haven't seen any penis. There's been random men showing the full frontal. Really? Yes, hard there on? has. Where no, have I? No. I guess I was too busy. I'm sorry. Them. I'm sorry. Without the hard on, it's uninteresting. But they're not allowed to show the hard on. That's such bullshit. I know. There, it's there's the been, patriarchy. There's been some the There was one withdrawing. Anyway, point being, it, it's it's cable. It's <laughs> cable. You can show it, so why don't you? And you can at least get to the full. You can just Especially get, when you're selling the whole series. I'm sorry on sex and intrigue. Like, and you, give us the sex yeah. and intrigue. And and Jeremy Irons. I mean, God, what was the movie Dead Ringers, where he was the crazy um, gynecologist cutting up women and really? and yeah. It was, well, heck, yes. no, Dead Ringers, nothing. What about Lolita? Well, let's Lolita. just point <laughs> out. I'm saying wow. he's done a lot of nudity. But let's point out that he's a lot older. He may not be as comfortable showing his body anymore. True, true. And I, I feel I do need to preface it by saying yeah. when I when, when I stated that you know it looked wrong, I really meant it looked wrong for the time period based on extant the, iconography and pictorial evidence. What the ideal of the era was. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. So my, my apologies if I offended anyone. I meant no offense. I offend. Aww, I he's mind. so cute. But anyway, um, so all right. So You're not offended. Okay. Don't what about the movie? No, I said, I'm offend. I offend. I, I'm oh, happy okay. to offend. But yes, anyway, you are a repeat offender, no doubt. I'm a repeat offender. You will offend again. <laughs> I will offend and I will offend again. We haven't, <laughs> honestly, we haven't offended as much in this one as we, we usually yeah, do. Yeah, we're usually way This is extremely tame. See, this is the first time we've had a special guest, and so... Clearly so, I temper you all. Yeah, we're trying to be nice. No, also, there wasn't as much, um, there wasn't as much dick in this one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There wasn't as, <laughs> as Francis spits his persona. Um, I don't know. There. I, anyway, I so, think the thing is, is it's just getting started. It's, it's just, just getting started. Actually, Game of Thrones. I mean, is similar. It's an, a current series going on right now that they're throwing a lot of money at. And when it first started, I was like, eh, maybe. And now I'm completely hooked. Oh but you kind of have to get yeah, into it. Watching that. That's a good point. Watching two uh, first two episodes of a series, you kind of get into yeah. like, okay, you well, don't want to throw too much. What's going on? I want to say that. That, that so far, speaking of the fact that this is a series, um, if I had, what is this, HBO? Yeah, Showtime. Uh, Showtime. Showtime. Okay, if I had cable and I had Showtime, I would so be watching The Borges. It, mm. it really is, it's a really well done series. Yeah, it's very I, I'm watching it and I'm like, and okay, so Francis, this is complete disclosure here. Kendra, Tristan, and I were basically rolling around drunk and, you know, being our <laughs> usual <laughs> hyperactive silly, crazy people that we are, 
And and Francis was glued to the television. He was just riveted. He was and explaining tra- things to he us. Was he was translating the Latin. It was very cute. And and he was he was picking up all the nuances. So we were like, fine, when we did the podcast, you can actually tell us the plot. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't do a plot summary of the first two episodes, did we? Oh, we don't need to. That's spoiler. Oh, talking about costumes. Okay, so I actually we can spoil. They can watch the first two episodes. Okay, you're right. Good point. But anyway, the the idea though was that this when when I was actually paying attention. <laughs> Not just looking at the pretty costumes and the scenery, sure. um, and playing it, paying attention to the dialogue and the plot. It, it was an incredibly well done, very mm-hmm. riveting, yes, very riveting show. And, and has actually, a lot of great potential. And I was, I'm reading right now. I'm reading a um, uh, biography on Lucrezia Borgia, and uh, it is way more interesting to watch the movie. <laughs> I can't remember off the top of my head. We'll post it on the on the blog. You know who who wrote this particular um, Borgia biography, oh, right? Um, but uh, the the one thing I have to say about the biography is that it's it's I'm halfway through it right now, and I've been slogging through it. Um, it is name after name after name after name. There's so many people involved in mm. these multi-layer oh, yes. plots and schemes Oh, the intricacies are amazing. And seeing it on the TV while they deviate wildly from the... <laughs> and simplify. And simplify extraordinarily mm. uh, the actual history. Um, it's not to the extent that, like, say, Elizabeth really, like, simplifies and completely <laughs> deviates mm. uh, from the history of Elizabeth I. But this is... It, it, it sort of... It sort of strikes a balance between what is the high points of the information of this particular period and these particular people versus what's going to bore the readers or the listeners, watchers to tears. So, I, I mean, I really think that the Borgias, they're striking the right kind of balance and they're actually kind of holding true in a lot of respects. If you actually read the history, they deviate a little bit, but not in such garish ways as, like I said, like well, they're, they're maintaining interest and keeping it. Completely entertaining, you know, and, and I'm, I'm usually pretty picky about these types of movies and, and, and films, and I, I, it was very, very riveting, uh, right. as Sarah said. Mm. So, so I and would... I can't wait to see Lucrezia get evil and incestuous <laughs> and whatever else she's going to totally. do. Because right now she's very blink, blink, very, yeah. very well, innocent. You, and, yes. you can tell there's a little something going between yeah. her and Cesare. Her so, and her brother Cesare. are awfully Cesare. close. Yes. So, mea culpa, mea maxima culpa. <laughs> so. Um, is is there anything you know we want to kind of wrap up? I mean, we, yeah, we probably any, should wrap up. Um, I think we thumbs Jerry, up. Thumbs right? off. Yeah, thumbs Jeremy up. Irons is fabulous. He is Great. fabulous, and a really good performance too from him Excellent. and many other yeah. um, actors. You'll recognize a lot of people. We're going, oh, it's that guy. You know, yeah, sorry of... about Dick, Jer- Dick Jacob Derby. Uh, Dick Jacob Derby. Derek Jacob Derek. Jacoby, <laughs> sorry about him. Jeez, wow. I love and the Derek monkey. Jacoby. Oh. But you know, you've yeah, all yeah, probably gone up like ten episodes off of this. I would like yeah. Cesare to be slightly hotter because I really do like dark-haired men, and I mean he's cute, he's cute, but he's not really rocking my world. His voice is I a think, little off for me. Okay, he has so, potential. Yeah. So, so Kendra, what would you say would be like the ideal person to play? Oh God, don't do Clive that Owen? to me. Yeah. Maybe uh, James Purefoy. <laughs> James Purefoy. He's my secret boyfriend. Why can't I? Do? I think this guy has potential. I think he just needs to grow so. into the role. I think okay. it, I think the role's gonna gonna. Gonna, gonna keep developing 
in the series. Um, so, so I think in essence, we all really enjoyed it. It was sure. very well, as I said for like the fourth time, evocative <laughs> of yes. the time period. I love yes. that word, evocative. Yay. Evocative. But, uh, but very. I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's drunk. Yay! All right. So, um, all right. We're so all this drunk. Was, you know, 1490s, uh, 15th century Italian. Is there any um, anything we want to uh, advise people about about this era? About no say, costumes. Um, any, any resources? Do, yes. Usually we, we, we end with some resources, and I know we haven't really prepared for this. Go to the library and check out a book. Library is always good. Web- <laughs> here, here, here. But maybe do Francis- your own effing research. Wait! <laughs> and cite your sources. And cite your sources. But maybe our guest star here has nice. some resources that he can cite off the top of his head. So, so for 15th century, if you're kind of, you know, just want to sort of get your feet a little bit wet. You know, the Web Gallery of Art is a great place to sort to start. I could have said that. But <laughs> did you let say him work his I'm magic? I'm just saying. I'm you like, that's not so special. Oh, shut. No, I was, wasn't trying to be special. We're trying okay. to just as being competitive. We're, we're, no, we're, I'm just one. I'm just thinking he might have something like I didn't know. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're, we're catering to beer nuts for the masses here, guys. So. I thought, <laughs> oh, but we are underestimating. I thought he was the Laurel and he knew all sorts of special. Oh, shit. let's not bring the SCA. I'm sorry. I'm just like, okay. But but really, but what you knew something special? No, no, no. no okay. I, well, I read <laughs> well, it. I'm gonna edit that honestly, out. Honestly, honestly, what what no. are your go-to sources for the late 15th century, early 16th century? So, like I said, the the WGA is a great one. Yeah, uh, no, I, that is a great source. I, I tend to also kind of Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> Wikimedia. Wikimedia. No, seriously, Wikimedia. Wikimedia just uh, 15th because, century. You know, actually, because does. the bigger point with all that is nothing beats looking mm-hmm. at original sources portraits. from the period, yeah. which could be portraits or extant yeah. garments, which are, of course, Absolutely. aren't going to be much up for this era, yeah. but actually going to the primary sources. Actually, actually, there are a couple of places that do have extant garments from the 15th century. Uh, there's one I can't name offhand. There's a whole we'll bunch. We'll post from, it online. I can post okay. it online from right. from I think from I think she has a tunic of Charlemagne's to all the way. Well, to that's the 19th more century. 14th century, isn't it? Okay. Well, well no, Charlemagne's. Well, we're talking like 11th yeah, or 10th yeah, century. Earlier, but what yeah, I'm saying yeah, is, she's got a range of a variety of, right. t- of types of garments. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Carlson. He is a great shoes. great website. Not oh. just shoes, but also okay. clothing. Oh, you're the right. He did the bomb. Bog so a couple stuff. of bog tunics, yeah. things like that. A couple, several. Well, several, oh, but nice. not not, nice. not necessarily as applicable to late fifteenth century. But really, in general, your best approach here: look at historical paintings, mm-hmm. because and now, now, yeah, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Most of the time, they're in their kind of best dressed wear, and you look at a lot of the the, the the garments here. Most of them are kind of this, you know, doublet and hose, and I'm done. Ninety percent of the time, they're wearing some kind of super tunic or overgarment, I, tightly fitted. You know, I will. I will actually compile a list of artists uh, oh, to look fantastic. up when you do it. Like if you go to Mickey, Wikipedia, Mickey Media, <laughs> uh, Wikipedia. I'm sorry, Wikimedia Commons, yes. which is the actual URL. Um, if you go to Wikimedia Commons, I will post a list of artists that for this period. Um, mm. As you can probably tell, we really didn't. Yeah. Over much? Uh, Actually, my favorite art site is artcyclopedia.com. Oh, artcyclopedia because it mines Wikimedia yeah. and ten thousand. Yeah. It goes through all these different yeah. museum sites and then image gallery collections, mm-hmm. and will pull out individual artists' work. Artcyclopedia is very would, good. I would also say that um, on Realm of Venus, the first part, um, the early stuff, mm. has some women's. Uh, Garments, so, so women uh, images, you know, portraits of women's uh, image uh, garments that 
are spot on some of uh, the things that I was seeing in the in the Borgias. And I just kept saying, hey, that's that thing that you remember the thing. You, it's, 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 and then I couldn't remember the name of the artist, but it's all the stuff that's in the first part of the wardrobe um, images also, in Realm of Venus. Also, um, festive attire. My mm. peep, Jen Thompson, who is one of my oldest online friends, um, she also has a compilation on festiveattire.com of and festive attire with a Y. So it's F-E-S-T-I-V-E-A-T-T-Y-R-E.com. Uh, she has a, a list of, um, or an image database of early 16th century uh, Florentine, some outside of Florence, uh, artworks for women's clothing. And so, has also made some cl- costumes yes, from this specific era yeah. of the Borgias that are really beautiful and historically And another accurate. one would be, um, what are you, Cadieu? Cadieu? Cadieu. I'm sorry, I yeah. really, I'm butchering well, her name. Marie Cadieu. Marie yes. Cadieu, as we Très say bien. en français. Um, <laughs> the, the French speaker should probably say her name. Um, she do. also has a website. She's fabulous. And I'm sorry for butchering your name. Uh, but, we'll, we'll but she also has another a resource for early early 15th late 14th or i'm sorry early late 15th early 16th century stuff and, and we'll put these resources on the mm-hmm. live journal uh link for this podcast so is there anything else that we want to add i am the person who's trying to force them to podcast more so we know we haven't podcasted yes. much in forever but this is kendra saying i am cracking the whip and trying to force them to podcast more so okay. if you have any particular movies particularly things that are coming out i would like us to do things that are more current so let us know if there's anything you'd particularly like us to do or if you'd like us to go back and do old favorites like gone with the wind or <laughs> any other sort of classics I don't, know if we could have, I don't know if you have the attention span for gone with the wind i think we should try it okay you're right I mean, we should try yeah, it would be pretty good. It'd be epic. Well, I can awesome. I can rant for hours about how annoying Ashley is. So. Oh, oh yeah. God, I know. I want okay, to we'll talk about, about the costumes. Yeah, we'll save that. Totally but anyway, we're gonna podcast more. So let us know what you're interested in hearing about. Yep, email and us, Tristan. Uh, you know, I'm probably the most reticent one because I don't want to freaking deal with the technology. But Kendra says she will do it, which means probably her husband will do it. So that's fine with me. Um, but hey, yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Okay, I want to say this is Sarah. I really want to say y'all are awesome for listening. And come and see... <laughs> There's Kendra dying. Uh, come and see us. Hang out with us at Costume College. We love the people who come and, you know, hang out with us at Costume College. Except for Tristan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she bites. But we're having, we are, in fact, having a costume bloggers meetup at Costume College. If this gets posted before then. It will. Yeah, it might. You it know, will. You never know. If not, well, you missed it. Sorry, meet us next year. <laughs> um, but yes, come and get a ribbon. They're Thursday very pretty. Night? Thursday night, yes. By the pool. By the pool. At the, uh, I think 7 o'clock. Okay. You know, right around there. Just just show up at the pool Thursday night. If Look for there. the people in funny clothes. Yeah, you'll find us. And yeah. you'll get a ribbon. It'll be epic. So, I mean, as long, you know. I, okay, yeah. we're not, we're not like, you know, exclusively, we are exclusive bitches because we have that reputation. We're not really, though. We're very nice people. Except for Tristan. Just get to know us. Except for Tristan. <laughs> Tristan will bite you. Right. Okay, so, <laughs> and um, and, the wrap and, it up and um, our first and last, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> so it far. was that 
awful. Um, <laughs> special guest. Because we don't know. We might not ever have another special guest. We might, but... We might die in a fiery crash. Thank you Thank for you. joining Francis, us. Do you have any um, final closing? No, it was a pleasure. Words? As they said in the series, Ego vos absolo, daci vesci, nomi patri, fili, spiritui sancti. Amen. <laughs> Do we all cross ourselves now? Is that what if we you did? want? Okay. Not Catholic. I'm not for, sure. for those who don't speak Latin and aren't Catholic, can you translate? Oh, it's basically I absolve you of all of your venial sins in the name of the Father and the Son. And the so Holy are Spirit. you ordained? Oh, good no. Lord! <laughs> I'm wrapping this up now. Why? Why?